Welcome to the Couragepreneur Podcast. The podcast for people who want to be more resilient in life and business by developing their courage muscle to live life, love life, and be their absolute best. Now, let's go live to your host, Pix Jonathan. G'day there and welcome to another episode of the Couragepreneur podcast and I've got the fantastic opportunity to interview the awesome Maria Andreasson Medina. So welcome and thank you Maria. Thank you Pix, <laughs> thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah and you're tuning in all the way from Norway. Yes from Norway. Yeah, and I'd like to say a special shout out to the amazing Christiana Tudor who actually connected us. So she's just um, incredible and given me some amazing connections and, you know, conversations that I've duly had. So, yeah, I'm really excited to have this one as well. So thank you. She's amazing, yes. (laughs) Yeah, and we've spoken before, Maria, and you're all about courage. So I absolutely love that. You know, you said it's your lead word. So what does courage mean to you? Courage for me means that going against the stream, like going with the intuition that you have and really tuning into the most authentic you. And that means sometimes being in very uncomfortable situations Mm -hmm. that you need to face, but always having the faith to go through it. Yeah, I love that. And it's kind of feel the fear and do it anyway. As we say, you may not know the outcome, but you have a goal in mind and you just have to work towards it. So I love that. And, you know, you're a successful lady, uh, businesswoman and entrepreneur. We've had highlights. We've had lowlights. Can you recall and share with our listeners one time that you were feeling less than courageous, Maria? Uh, I can imagine there's a lot of times that I felt less than courageous. And um, there is a, a time, if you think more personal or professional. Either, kind of, uh, either. You can feel free um, to share either. Because it's more in the professional, I used to kind of always tune out of my emotions before, before I actually understood how important the emotion is. But in the personal level, Emotions has always been such an important part of my life. So it's like having two lives. It's mm-hmm. so insane, but it is that. And um, when it came to the point where I, I was very young, and when I was young, I was very confident in myself. I don't know where I got that from, <laughs> but I think I have both my parents to thank for, for that. And um, There, there were so many times that I never really went with what my friends did. And uh, that built up to have, for me, having this personal standard that made my life kind of um, an adventure, actually. It did. And like part of across the globe that, from one side to the other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So for me, was that the time that I felt like really small is when I, um, I came to the realization that I needed to kind of more connect with my, my father's side of the family. 
that was actually a part that really moved me deeply because it was so connected to my roots. Mm-hmm. And I've been avoiding that question my whole life. And uh, to really open up that door was really scary. Mm-hmm. It was scary. I felt uncomfortable. I felt that I had no idea what to expect there. Like, I wasn't even sure if I was welcome or mm-hmm. not. So we might just share a little bit about the backstory to that then, Maria, for the benefit of our audience. Absolutely. Um, Because I'm born in Chile. My both parents are from Chile. And um, as a young age, at two years old, we moved to Sweden. And from there, we, and I've lost the contact with my father. Uh, So a lot of Latin family drama, like telenovelas, (laughs) for the Latin American knows uh, that part. It's a lot of drama, but um, uh, we always kept a good positive attitude either mm-hmm. way. And um, so I never had the interest of actually getting to know my, my biological father. I do have my beautiful father that I love deeply, deeply, deeply. And um, we, we, I never had the, the need to actually know until I got to the age of 19, 19. 20. Mm-hmm. That I felt that okay, but who is the other part of my family? Should I should I really reach out to them? Should I um, know something about them? And um, and I just made a decision that I kind of needed to close that circle. And um, it was very interesting because that's my intuition talking. Mm-hmm. I felt the need and I listened and I followed and um, I needed to really get to know the other part of me because we all have this DNA that we are born with and then we have the environmental DNA. So we kind of, we are formed after that we are birthed, we just are formed by our environments, but we always have some connection Mm -hmm. to the past by our, our, our normal DNA, our physical DNAs. And um, I don't know, I, mean, I just needed to get to know them. And um, so I decided when I got my first job, I, I saved money and I decided, to, no, I should just go. And I was uh, in an environment at that time that was supporting me because I was living with some other relatives that knew my grandmother actually. My, yeah, my grandmother from my father's side. And uh, they were very encouraging for, to, for me to take that step. And they were like, no, no, but they are so beautiful people. I should just really get to know them. And my mother has always been very supportive. She never talked bad about my, about my father. Mm-hmm. She's always been very, like, making sure that I always have a good picture, that I always have, like, um, the, um, the if the day comes that I want to go, that I have a, a good image of them. Mm. And um, I'm very grateful for that also, because it could be that she programmed me not to want to know about them, but she never took away that option. And um, so, yeah, so I went, although at 20, the age of 20, Mm. I had no idea what to expect. I did be, I was in contact with my grandmother um, sometime before, 
um, just to kind of let her know that I exist, well, she knew that I exist, mm -hmm. but to really kind of just let her know that I was interested in meeting them. And she was super excited. Mm -hmm. But my father hadn't really talked to us. So I had no idea. <laughs> but I had my grandmother on my side and I felt like, okay, they're old and I would like to get to know them before they die. And uh, that made me just buy the ticket and go alone. And the only thing I knew was that I was going to stay at her place, my grandmother, uh, my grandmother's and uh, grandfather's place. And um, I knew that the whole family was kind of living like neighbors there, so except my father. And um, I didn't really know. I decided to not really care that much, just mm -hmm. to kind of ease my mind a little bit. But uh, there was that period of time when I was in my early 20s, there were so many life-changing events at the same time in that short period that I kind of just break down. <laughs> it was too much for me to bear. And like mm -hmm. I had this amazing thing that I was going to meet my biological family on the other side of the world. Which would be hugely emotional. You know, as you said, oh, the other yeah. side of the world, you didn't know how you were going to be received and accepted. Yeah. And yeah, so you had a lot going on. Exactly. It was so stressful because and I know that I watch this um, this program sometimes when the, the the kids are looking for the biological parents. I don't know if they have that in Australia, but in Sweden they have. Like mm. they're looking for the biological parents, and they have this crew coming with them, following the whole staff. Well, I didn't have that part, but I did experience the whole <laughs> journey. Um, and um, I haven't really been in Chile since I was like five years old, so I had nothing really that um, gave me any kind of comfort mm -hmm. at all. <laughs> uh, but I just made that decision. I said, okay, if it really goes south, <laughs> if it really goes bad, I would just buy a ticket and go home. That mm -hmm. was like, in some way, I will make that happen if it really is not what I expect. And um, so I went. And I remember I was so, so nervous on that flight. And um, even though I've been flying all over the world. Uh, yeah, I, this was a different flight. Flying. You're flying to meet biological, you know, relations. Mm. Yeah, it was, um, I didn't, it was the, um, the, the unknown. It really kept me up. And, um, and I remember, I still remember so clear the day when we kind of, when I came to Chile to the airport and um, the police, they have to go through everything, the bags. And it was it felt so uncomfortable because suddenly it felt like someone was watching me. Mm. Mm. <laughs> like someone was watching me from the other side. I was like, oh, who is that? And I started to look and I kind of recognized a face. And it was actually my father mm. standing and waiting for me. Wow, that's amazing. So courageous there. And we spoke about, you know, when you were less than courageous and that now morphing into when you were extremely courageous. So thank you so much for sharing. And as a, a person that had, you know, biological parents, I can't imagine that. But I have spoken with people who have been adopted and I can only appreciate what, you know, what it's like. But I certainly can't, you know, empathise. I really can't feel 
bear you know what the emotions you'd be going through so thanks so much for sharing and what we'll do now Maria is um, move on to our courage acronym so I like to keep it simple and um, obviously we've got seven letters of the courage word our first letter is C so how do you best connect and communicate with others and this can be either personal or professional because we're all about courage uh, it is about kind of finding what they really desire. Mm-hmm. What is it that really is important to you? What is the, the values that you have? And, and be true to yourself. That's uh, when I was a manager, I was really encouraging my, my, my employees to, to be the best, um, best selves of them yes. and to be the best version of themselves and to, to find their, the uniqueness and um, not be afraid to show it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that authenticity is, you know, it can be a buzzword and overused, but it's so critical in, in this day and age. People are just craving that authenticity, you know, and it's just they want to see the real person, the transparent person. Mm-hmm. So when you connect and communicate authentically, I think that's really valid. And you touched on unique, and that's one of our letters too. So mm-hmm. you have a huge open heart, Maria. You're a coach, and, you know, there's well, you're so close to Bob Proctor, which is amazing for me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, what is an open heart? What does that mean to you, having an open heart? Oh. An open heart is to allow people in for me. Mm. It's mm. to to allow people to be themselves and with their strengths and their weaknesses, not be judgmental. Yeah. And sometimes it can be hard because you have these programs in your mind that you have been having from your environment earlier. So it really means that you need to be kind of aware of what your thoughts are Mm, you do Uh, yeah I just love that and the more open we are and allowing people in that that's really critical too because sometimes you know we give but we're not able to receive so having that open heart to allow people in without a judgment that's so so important and then you already touched on this but what makes Maria uniquely Maria there's no one else like me. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Yeah. Well, we do know we that everyone is so unique. But yeah, specifically, what, what's your uniqueness? Uh, what is my uniqueness? If I, I don't like to compare so much myself with others, but, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to kind of really go away from that path. But if I need to do that, I am, I always saw myself as, um going against what people think mm. because I wanted to think by myself mm-hmm. and that's something that I was very introvert when I was young very very introvert you cannot really think that when you see me today because I, I was barely talking before I was six years <laughs> and um I had so many people around me that were so alpha so um mm-hmm. outgoing mm-hmm. and um so I barely barely saw me and it came to a point in, in, in my teenage years that I just felt that enough was enough. And um, from that day on, I have never allowed anyone to dictate my future. Mm, 
Mm. That's really powerful, especially coming from someone being an introvert, you know, barely speaking up to six and now speaking and coaching for a career. So, yeah, yeah, it just shows how you can turn it around and your beliefs can create your reality and it can create an amazing future as well. So, yeah, thank you so much for that. Now, being in business, it's all about people and relationships, Maria. So what is one um, relationship tip that you can use or share with us to develop real relationships? Being curious. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. Putting yourself on the side and just being curious about the other person. Mm-hmm. And that's like one of the biggest lessons actually mm-hmm. in everything yeah, because it's not about you. And um, this is something that we need to learn because we are so in, in this area, it's all about I mm-hmm. and it's not about I, it's, not, it's about you. Mm-hmm. It's about the person that you need. Mm-hmm. And if you really want to have a good relationship with another person, you need to start with understanding the other person and um, mm-hmm. putting your interest in the person. Yeah, I heard this quote the other day or a couple of weeks ago about listen to understand, not to reply, and you just touched on that being understanding as well. Mm. And it is about them. And I say from me to we and, yeah, I mean, that's collaborations, but definitely it is about the other person. And I do believe there's a bit of a shift on the planet to about others rather than yourself although you have to look after yourself and put that proverbial oxygen mask on yourself but certainly yeah it is about others and and genuine heartfelt care and and concern for others and I say that everybody wears a sign make me feel important you know so it, it is about them <laughs> and the other person feel important <laughs> and that's for sure and so yeah it's very important but as you said it's important yeah. to actually care of yourself too but you are not giving yourself you're not giving anything good to that person yeah you can't pour from an empty cup that's for sure now you're 19 you're in europe i'm going to go to chile to find my biological family you have an amazing attitude how did you develop this amazing attitude maria um when you don't know what you want you know what you don't want Mm -hmm. And that was the attitude that I developed, as I said before, when I kind of felt that enough was enough. Mm. And um, I um, I have to thank you because it's so, I haven't really thought about my, my journey just to create that attitude actually, mm. because it has just, I've just been in it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If I gonna analyze it, mm. I um, I know that for me it was so important to feel personal freedom. Mm-hmm. The freedom of just not being like someone else wants me to be, yeah. and that made me to kind of start creating a resistance towards people. And not people, but to situations when I felt that people were trying to control me. Mm-hmm. And um, it's when your, your thoughts and your feelings are starting to really be aligned uh, one another. Mm. So that created that action within me, which made, made me say no and started like taking me 
me seriously because my thought of freedom was so emotionally involved now at that mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it made me take actions that resulted in having this attitude towards that I don't let anyone dictate my future. Mm-hmm. If I want to go there, I will go there. And I had that. I remember I had this conversation with my, my father in Sweden. And he's been with me since I was four years old. So he's uh, my heart father. Yeah. And I remember his situation where he felt very left out because mm. I decided to go and do this. And I did have to have this hard conversation with him and made him understand that it's not about you or the situation we are in or the relationship we are in. It's about me just having this closure, mm. having this, um, this understanding and just not being in the unknown. I guess your adoptive father kind of gave you wings and then you started to fly and with that freedom because you had such a curious mind and he had to kind of let go of that. So, yeah, yeah. it sounds like you've just had that amazing attitude instilled in you, like your mother um, always being positive towards your biological father. Mm-hmm. So you've had that positivity yeah. and uh, awesome attitude. So that's really beautiful. Our next letter in our COURAGE acronym, um, Maria, is the letter G. So what's one thing that you're grateful for, personal or professional, today, last week, last month, whatever? Oh, it's family. Mm-hmm. It's always family. For me, it's always family. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm extremely grateful for my parents because yeah. they formed me the way I'm, I am today. Yeah. They gave me, because it's very interesting, the, the opposite of each other. My mother's extremely caring, overprotecting, <laughs> loving. My father is, in his young age, he was very um, tough love kind of thing. And um, he challenged me. And um, that, I think he really formed that kind of um he really formed me to be tough, actually, yeah. now that I think about him. Because he was the tough one. He was the one pushing me. And really, uh, he didn't sugar sugarcoat <laughs> anything. Sugarcoated <laughs> anything for me. He was like, this is like this. If you like it, good. If you don't like it. And I remember he always told me, like, if everyone jumps out of the bridge, are you going to jump? I was like, that was a typical response when I was doing something that I wanted okay. to do like everyone else. It was like, why are you going to do that? Yeah. So that never had the answer, actually, to why I kind of started to... Yeah. <laughs> family, yeah. And family is extremely important. And, yeah. you know, sometimes friends become family as well, but certainly I appreciate that, having the biological and the adoptive family as well. So Absolutely. That's Absolutely. People to be yeah. grateful for. My husband, my daughter, very good friends that I have developed during the years that are still... Oh, haven't we needed that? Well. Mm, yeah, exactly. so well, our final letter in our courage acronym, Maria, is E. You're a bundle of energy and you enjoy life. So how do you do that? Like how do you maintain your energy and how do you enjoy life? Oh, following your intuition. <laughs> <laughs> you never know where it's going to take you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, it is about, let's see, because it's, um, it is about, Using your courage. It's like really using your courage to, mm-hmm. to go above 
the terror barrier that's about practice always talks about like going just break through terror barrier i love that mm. yeah to get on the other side because on the other side you will find the freedom that you're looking for mm-hmm. and um uh, i've done that so many times and i always tell myself that everything's going to sort itself out mm-hmm. like Either way, something good is going to come from it. I always had that affirmation to myself that it doesn't matter how bad it can go, something can, something good can come out something of this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, it's mm-hmm. just to get outside your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. That's uh, where you find your energy. That's where you, you find challenge your yourself. And to feel that you're growing as a person. I was just going to say success is actually moving forward and growing. Yes, the goal yeah. and the achievement of the outcome is exciting but it's the person it's who you become in that growth so and that I know that that inspires me and gives me energy as well as like I'm moving towards things or I've had an amazing conversation like this one with some beautiful heartfelt person across the other side of the planet so that inspires me and gives me energy and I can see that tops up your tank as well but and I like to say, Maria, that knowledge is powerful, but applied knowledge is more powerful. So what is one thing about courage that you would like our listeners to take action on? It's about just taking action, just making mm. a decision. Mm. It's, um, if you really want to go, if you want to find courage, first of all, you need to know where you're going. Mm-hmm. You need to really start thinking about what do I really want with life? What do I want with my business? What do I want uh, in how do I want to grow? Mm-hmm. Because uh, as you said, goals are some, it's not just to achieve. It's not that all goals that we put daily or monthly or yearly or how you want to put it. It's all about growth, mm-hmm. growth, growth. It's nothing else. It's only a way to measure. So if you really want to have, feel courage, you need to really start looking at what am I passionate for? Mm-hmm. And uh, when you start thinking about what makes you happy, what makes you your life uh, worth living and fulfilled, how would you like to have your standards, your personal standards? What kind of life situation would you like to live? When you start put, uh, asking yourself the questions mm. and really start to be honest with yourself and respond and see, you know what, this would actually make me so happy. Yeah. Then you st- you be will be able to start going towards a path that will make you find your courage. Yeah. So just so taking action, that. and you know, it might be just one step at a time, one foot in front of the other. Yeah. And, and deciding where you're going to go because otherwise you will <coughs> me. perhaps just be in your comfort zone and you will never find courage in a comfort zone. Yeah. And courage is found in the doing as well. Yes. It's all mm. about the doing. Yeah. Without action, you're, you're not being encouraged. Ex- it's not being courageous. Exactly. That's for sure. So how can people best um, get in touch with you, Maria? Um, by LinkedIn, mm-hmm. that's the uh, best per, per, uh, place to actually find me. Otherwise, it's my Facebook page. Mm-hmm. So those are the two. And I will have those details in the show notes as well for anyone that's listening. Uh, yeah. So, 
On a personal note, I want to know how you connected with Bob Proctor, (laughs) (laughs) law of attraction (laughs) and law of vibration. And I know a lot of our listeners are spiritual. So they'll be going, what, Bob Proctor? How does she know? So so tell me that story. Oh, my God, that story. Uh, It's not that exciting as you think, but it's really funny anyway. Uh, Well, the thing is that, uh, in 2008, uh, The Secret was very popular. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was ages ago. But yeah. yeah. And I was in South Africa because I wanted, I was on my own personal journey to my self-development. And, um, and uh, I actually, in a small market in, outside uh, Cape Town, we, I was on my way to bungee jump. No, to actually skydive. Oh, as and, you do, uh, bungee jump or skydive. Mm, let me yeah, think. Both <laughs> yeah. And we stopped on this little fair that was there. And I, I actually found the book, The Secret, and I started reading it. And that was the first time that I actually got in, in touch with the whole uh, law of attraction mm-hmm. and um, the universal laws. Uh, most of our law of attraction then. So I read it and I didn't think so much about it. And I thought it was a good book. And um, I, I tried and I unconsciously, I was really working with a lot of attraction in many things, many years from them. But it was until the summer 2019 that I actually um, took, it was so funny because I, I'm a very Tony Robbins fan. I like, I love Tony Robbins and Robert Sharma. But at the time that I was looking at YouTube, I was uh, just la- I just left my corporate job and decided to go solo with my uh, coaching. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I felt that I kind of needed more because I, I was very into emotional intelligence and, but I felt that something was still missing. And uh, on the YouTube, I found this old man in white hair. I was like, I had no idea but I was like I'm just gonna watch and I was hooked directly because he explained the sick person he explained how we work um I was just consumed I was like oh my god I need to kind of see what this is and then I saw that he was having this um consultant programs coaching programs and I was like yeah I need to get in contact with them. So that, that's where I actually started my journey with Bob Proctor. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm so extremely grateful for that because that has changed my life yeah. enormously. Yeah. Um, because I've been doing a lot of stuff unconsciously, but not on the level that I'm doing it now yeah. with the awareness that I have now mm-hmm. and knowing how I can really change my life. And yeah. um from a and year in doing ago. so, changing the lives of others as well. So oh, that's yes. just that's so powerful. Mm. So, so powerful. And now I've just made this quantum leap in my personal life and establishing that those parts. And mm-hmm. like, it's, uh, it's been an amazing journey. And the whole pandemic thing has been quite easy mm-hmm. understanding, mm-hmm. having that understanding and um, the knowledge that um, he br- brings to the, to the world. Yeah. Really get this um, calmness of mind. Mm, that's fantastic. And it is fairly exciting the way you connected with him, like bungee jumping or <laughs> skydiving and then Tony Robbins. But, yeah, so thank you for sharing. And, Maria, thanks so much for a fun interview. Really appreciated your time. And for people that want to connect with you, 
get on LinkedIn or um, contact Maria via Facebook. And as I said, those will be in the show notes. So thank you so much. I um, really loved thank it. You. And again, thanks to the awesome Christiana who, who put us in contact. And, you know, I can see a beautiful friendship being formed. So thank you very much. And, you know, your word of the year and your life is courage. So is mine. And it is a big, wide, abundant world. So, yeah, really appreciate that. And thank you again. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you. Take care. Bye. You've been listening to the Couragepreneur podcast. If you haven't already, please remember to subscribe so you're the first to know each time we publish a new show. Are you ready to live more courageously and be more resilient? And you know this is something you need help with. We've created a gift just for you. It's the Trilogy of Courage special podcast series. And you can access at pixjohnnison.com forward slash podcast series. That's pixjohnnison.com forward slash podcast series. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.